Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 253 for Pet 6.0. Our topic for this episode is Give Me the World on a Platter. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. And this is Root, and I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here on episode number 253 of HearthCast, we're going to tackle a pretty serious subject matter, Statue Gate. And hey, want to learn how to do your work orders in bulk? Well, we're going to tell you exactly how to do that. And hey, Blizz, we've got a dimensional idea for you. So hey there, Freckleface. Hey, Root. What did you do this week in the Blizzard universe? Well, you know, in Hearthstone, I reached my highest rank ever. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I started out with a mage deck that I actually copied from a friend. It's a mage deck that uses a lot of the new mechanicals. Okay. From the new expansion. Um, and then I went from there, and then I made some adjustments, and I crafted a couple legendaries, which is fun. And right. um, I'm just going. And wow, I actually got an achievement for getting 600 pets. What? Yeah. So how many pets do you have? Uh, 600. <laughs> <laughs> Unique Just, ones. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've um, kind of been splitting my time because I started uh, leveling my gnome rogue again. How fun is that? It's okay, yeah. Um, she doesn't do as badly as I thought she would considering I don't really know how to play the rogue all that well. And she was kind of undergeared. I had taken her into Ordos a few times. So she's got a couple pieces of like 550 gear, right? Nice. And then other stuff is like 420. Not so nice. (laughs) But the fun thing is she's getting more upgrades. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the first time I pickpocketed somebody, I got some weird stuff. I got a blue quality necklace. I didn't know what to do with because it didn't have a vendor price. Didn't have a description. And then I got... Um, an epic item. It was a whistle. An epic whistle? Yeah. And it was like, summon summon a person who will sell your goods or something like that. Oh, that's So I cool. summoned it and it was a Grifta. Do you remember oh, Grifta? Oh, yeah. I remember the guy that. in Chitrath who would sell like the soap on a robe yeah. and <laughs> all the useless stuff. And people were mad about him being in the game because he would sell like necklaces for like 75 gold, which is a lot then. And they didn't do anything. Right. People are like, I bought this thing. What's it do? Nothing. You bought it from Grifta, who's like a drifta. And he's a troll, too. So what do you expect? Anyways, this guy shows up, and he gives me a quest for like a thousand dingy coins. All right. I'm like, I don't know how to get coins. But then he had another dialogue box to send him my goods. So rather than getting stuff that I can sell to the vendor... I'm getting things that I have to now summon him and sell them to him, and it gives me coins. Then he takes them back to Shat in the other dimension. Yeah. And, and at the end of the quest, there. I get like 275 gold or something like that. Oh, fun. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a weekly quest. And uh, so I don't know. It, it confused me. It really did because there was nothing in the game to kind of go, hey, pickpocketing is different now. Mm, okay. I, mean, well. I, I didn't know what was going on until I looked it up. <laughs> I really didn't. That's cool, though. Yeah. And while she's leveling, she's doing some archaeology digs in the side. She's over in Shadowmoon Valley, and there, there's all of my digs are in Shadowmoon right now. Okay. Yeah. So. I still don't like archaeology. I, I still like it. I wish it was account bound. 
True. Because it's knowledge. Except now, apparently, if you get a pristine version of something, it shows up in your garrison. I looked that up, too. Yeah, because it used to be like the seat of knowledge in... um, Above the Mogushan Palace. It showed up there. So you had your own little museum, but you had no reason to go there. Well, now you can invite your friends over to check out your museum and your garrison. Exactly. That's exactly. cool. So that'll be cool when I get there. On oh, my Goblin Hunter, I'm just breezing through LFR. Um, I'm really enjoying the difference in accessibility between Warlords and Mr. Pandaria. What do you mean? Well, Mr. Pandaria, to do LFR, for one thing, I can never do more than one wing in a day it was just too much okay so that was it, a personal thing it it took too long for me and i would get frustrated in between all the stuff that would go wrong all the wipes the queue times uh the difficulty in the content i just i couldn't do more than one in a day so because of that and also because it take a long time i'd wait until uh saturday to do it saturday is sunday and apparently the only time you could get in a group that didn't fail repeatedly was on Tuesdays. Exactly. I remember that. Yep. And I don't like that. Yeah, that's... I'm not a Tuesday person. I'm a, I'm a weekend raider. Sure. No, I get that. I mean, it, to me, it's a casual thing. I have a, I have a shorter attention span for raiding. You and every, you and all the other casuals thought the same exactly, thing. Exactly, so. which is fine. But LFR is now what it's supposed to be. It, it's very casual for casual players. All right. It's tourist mode. It's tourist mode. I'm fine with that. I'm getting my stone slowly... I'm getting a little bit of gear here and there. You know, I know what everyone's talking about when I go to the mob meetup groups and they're all like, rise mountain. I'm like, ha ha ha, I know yeah. that. Yeah. So annoying. It's so annoying. You think they couldn't just put like a timer in there, like sound does not trigger unless it's been more than X amount of seconds. Okay. Isn't that a programming thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They could yeah. do that, right? They could. See, I feel like I'm doing a lot. Um, what about you? How's your week been? It's been good. Um, there was a couple nights where I got up like middle of the night type stuff. Okay. You know, when I get up middle of the night, sometimes I just jump on WoW and right, right. Herb or mine. I guess I don't herb, but I make some money. Used to mine. Anyhow, um, one night I got on there and uh, our buddy dead guy whispered to me and said, "Let's go do LFR." And I was like, "But it's like two o'clock in the morning." He's like, "Yeah, so." Oh, good point. Okay, let's go do LFR. <laughs> and so we went and did all of LFR in like no time because yeah. I used his uh, his tank queue. <laughs> it's not even that long when you're just a solo DPS, though. That's all I like about it. It was cool. I mean, we got through all of LFR and yeah. that was fun. And then I got um, a little bit of an invite to the regular raid team. Oh, cool. Well, the B team, yeah. not the not the A team. Sure. But still, it's a raid team. And we went uh, six of seven normal and one of seven heroic. So Cargath is a joke on heroic. And, is he? Yeah. Yeah. And we, um, we're we pretty sure we're going to get all of normal cleared this week. So that'll be fun. We got a bunch of gear. That was cool. Awesome. And uh, I'm really stuck on T-Mug now. So I would like you equip something and go, oh, don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm hideous. I'm hideous. Don't look. <laughs> Does somebody have a yak? Okay, so you, you see my point, right? T-Mog in the slot, not the... Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I was like, don't look. <laughs> I don't match. <laughs> Someone, they had to break the yak out for me so I could go to the T-Mog guy on the yak. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. T-Mog guy. 
we may continue the raid now. I look <laughs> smashing. So, oh, uh, what else? Oh, you know, fruit. Remember old fruit? Sure, your mage. My mage, fruit. So I converted him over to an arcane mage because frost mages aren't doing nothing. Yeah. And I went ahead and put him through the uh, the whole intro thing all the way up to his garrison. Okay. And this is my f- first tune going in there outside of my main. My main, you know, root was geared. Yeah. Fruit, not geared. And so I'm in Tanan jungle on fruit, dying. I'm like, why am I dying? This one I figured out I should not be frost. Uh, yeah. I'm like, why am I dying? You know, I was squishy. I was dying. Right, right. Well, here's the thing. You don't really die. I don't know if you've ever done the intro and died in the intro. No. Well, Cathgar, whatever his name is, like reverses time on you. I saw that buff there. Cadgar. Yeah. Cadgar, yeah. yeah. He reverses yeah, die, time. He's like, reverse yeah. Time. And it, it doesn't really reverse my- time, but this kind of it re- it re- resurrects you and you get this little, you're kind of dizzy. You got to jump. Okay, so you don't have to. You don't have to back. kill everybody else again. No, you don't have to do that. He reversed it. Why can't he use that later on? Yeah, I don't. Because, the, you know, I don't know. Okay. I don't have a good reason. Because reasons. Reasons. There. <laughs> and He's out of mana later. So, you know that part of the, the whole intro quest where you got to go fix the tank? Yes. So, I'm going in there and I'm going over to fix the tank. You got to fight this big boss dude on the ground first. Right. Yeah. So, I'm fighting him. I get him down, and I'm realizing I'm still taking damage. I turn around, and there's these two dudes shooting at me. Uh. I'm like, and the dude, little mechanic guy with me isn't doing jack about those guys. I'm like, shoot them. You have a gun? So now I'm trying to kill those guys. I die. No big deal. Reverse time. You just pop back up again? Pop back up again. Uh-huh. I take two steps, jump onto the, uh, the, tra- the tank to go up the side. The big mob responds. I gotta Uh-oh. fight the big mob again. Oh, no. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds frustrating. Well, it's just because I'm so squishy. Yeah. And uh, so I got through that, and I'm, I'm gonna get the rest of my tunes through there. I do want to see the alliance side. I saw the alliance side firsthand today. From well, I was beside the guy who was playing, and he showed me the alliance garrison. I was like, "Hey, it's Stormwind. What's the big deal?" But uh, huge difference in the starting area when you don't have gear. I did notice that huge different. Everybody else sitting right by. Cadgar, ready to go. Just here's the one thing you probably didn't notice, but in the in Mop and in wherever he's at, like in the when he's not over in uh, Draenor, so in Orgamar and when he's in the the shrine, he's got the bubble. Not only does he have this little, you know, the light beam on him or whatever, yeah. you can't walk through him no, like you can't. You can't. Uh, he's like, oh, what's up? And he's like, he wants you to pay attention. Well, you know, that came up during um, the Winter's Veil because people were like, okay, if they put that around him, why can't they put that around the Christmas tree? Because people were, you know, mounting up in uh, like Ironforge and just standing on top right. of the presents. And dismount you too. was the other thing. I liked it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep people from standing on things. Right. So it's been an overall positive week. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I did have a, a really moment of just like, you know, when we did the whole episode about Shake My Head. Yeah. Yeah, I had one of those moments. Did you? To myself. To yourself. Yeah. So I'm running up and I'm like, oh, oh look, there's some true ore. I'll go grab. Why can't I mine? <laughs> I've been, and it took me a couple of seconds to realize I gave up mining. And I'm like, yeah. it's something's wrong. Reload you what? <laughs> oh. Really? Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Are you a little sad now? No, 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 no. No, no I'm good. fine. Okay. Although now I think they're going to nerf ni- mines any any day now. It's going to be nerfed. Yeah, we'll see. And then we're, we're done. 
hey, this is like your one-month warning. Love is in the air is coming up. You have a chance, albeit small, to get that old elusive love rocket and smell pretty for people. couple new toys coming out this holiday as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, oh, it's cool. been kind of a trend for the holidays since the release of the Warlords is actually having some new toys being released that you can add to the toy box. That'd be nice. Yeah. Because the gear, everybody's got it. They don't want it. They never really upgrade the gear off no, those guys. No, they don't. It's like, yeah. But that's a fun one to do. That's one of the ones I like. I go stand on the little cart. And oh, just it's my shoot favorite things. one. So I enjoy that. All right, now, Freck, before we move on, we got to get it right this week. We got to do money first. Money first. Money yeah. first. Last week, messed up. Got into the I almost details. Got away with it. And no, you're not getting yeah. away with it. Is no. do you have a dollar? I have a dollar. All right, I've got a dollar. I need to get more dollar coins. But I have no. Chris, they were cool. Eh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last week's previous total was four dollars. You both put a dollar in. That brings the grand total to six dollars. Freckle face. Yes, right. Did you have opportunity to two step with Scotty Too Hotty in a guard pinnacle? Every day this week. All right. That's at least seven times. Assuming you didn't go on multiple characters. Yeah, I didn't. I'm lazy. <laughs> Freckle face. Were you successful in looting the drink? I looted some daggers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was about it. That was though. about it. I think I yeah. got the dagger. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, cool. I think I've got I think I've gone through this whole loot table you know? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> well rude. Yes, ma'am. Did you run up this week? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it ut, not up? There's only guard. two words in it. Oh, UP. <laughs> I thought you were like shortening Utgard to Ut. No. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. And did the round drop for you? Yes, it did. It did? It did. Here wow, is a, uh, a screenshot of said mount. You can look on Simple <laughs> Armory if you want as well. There is oh. the cool blue drake from Scotty. I don't know how I feel. You I'm feel defeated. Like, I do you. feel defeated, but I'm also, I was kind of hoping this would go on a little bit longer. Well, you know, now we have to head over to th- uh, Throne of the Four Winds because I checked your your stuff, your table. They're uh, on Simple you? Armory. Stalker. It's me. <laughs> and neither of us have the, uh, uh, the Drake of the Four Winds. Okay. And that drops Don't off Don't you the, need people? No, it drops off the second boss. It's a walk. I've already run it. Throne of the Four Winds. Yep. So you go down to... That's our next one? That's our next okay. one. You go down to, to Oldham, mm-hmm. and you hang a south... I was going to say southwest. It's, it's down on the southeast <laughs> one, because if you go southwest, that's the raid. Southeast uh-huh. is the dungeon. You want to go in the dungeon. Well, good. I, I'm, I'm happy Give for you. Give me my $6. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I, might, I might roll it into the next... Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you got to spend it. You had to tell me what you're going to spend it on. Uh, Some big money. It's only six dollars. It's almost enough for combo meal. <laughs> Not quite though. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll get something. How about that? Next I'll week. let you know what I buy next week. Okay. But hey, we have some whispers. This is from buddy Scaresome, who says, "Ahoy, Root and Face. You guys have been hot, hot, hot these past weeks with very entertaining podcast. I never miss one. Big fan, big fan." So, I was the technical director for theater many years, and I kept that place spotless, safe, and secure. At home, my kitchen is super clean, but my living room is lived in, and my bedroom is loved in, perhaps not clean in the pristine. 
On my WoW characters, my profession alts are perfect. Sorted bags, cooldowns lined up and neat. But my raiding main, while the gear is sorted, his bags are always a sorry mess. Do you ever laugh when you find that your real-life habits reflect your in-game experiences? Well, Scaresome, thank you very much for that email. And yeah, I do, because I'm very pattern-oriented in life and in the game. So I like to have my spells lined up in a certain way uh, from my instant spells. I do like seven through one. It's, they're always on all my characters. All my instant spells are further to the right. All my longer casting spells are to the left. And I put my ending spells. So everything's very lined up on all my characters, very certain, because I use the same muscle memory. So it works out that way. I prefer a clean office. Doesn't always happen that way, but I prefer a clean office. <laughs> I know at work, when our little IT area gets junked up, I will stop, and I will start cleaning up, and we don't do anything until my office is clean. So it's they're getting better keeping up with me, but I'm definitely the cleanest of the guys in IT there. And like in the game, I'm always looking for ways to improve myself. So whether it be, you know, I'm not getting gear in life, but, you know, like ways to make yourself better, just like in the game and out of game. And, uh... You know, I do a lot of stuff on uh, trading on the auction house, and I have dabbled in the past with penny stocks and been, you know, had fun with those too. So, yeah, a lot of my in game life does mirror my IRL life. Now, for me, I feel sad when I don't have a pet. Aww. When I'm questing around, I have to have a little critter out. Um, in real life, like, I, I'm not like a crazy cat person in, in that, like, I don't have multiple cats. But I had one for a while, and then it passed away, and then I was, like, really sad before we got another one. You were really sad. I was. I, I was, like, looking at goldfish. I was, like, trying to find something that I could get away with having. Yeah, you so don't I'd want a goldfish. A the goldfish is, like, dead in three hours. You'd be sad <laughs> again. Goldfish are emotional roller coasters. Well, my point is I felt like I had something missing in my life when I did not have a pet. All right. And then I felt better again when I got one. Um, I love getting new clothes. Shocker. Yeah, I know. Stereotypical woman thing, but what can I say? I don't I get like high. An actual high, I think, when I buy like new clothes and they look good. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever get something wish you could team it? No. Then I wouldn't <laughs> buy it. That's a confusing question. Well, maybe someone gives you as a gift, and you go gift exchange. That's like oh, IRL yeah. team locking, right? Oh, true. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Uh, did you give me a receipt with that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't think about this until today, but in real life, I tend to stand back and kind of observe situations before jumping in. Um, sometimes in group conversations, you know, I like to kind of listen to how people are talking how the flow of the conversation is going before I jump in and give my opinion. Huh. I'm never the first one to do something new. Yeah. You take some persuasion sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in the game, I'm always ranged DPS. I'm never the tank. I'm never the melee. I'm always standing back kind of away from the boss. Still in there. Sure. You know. But as soon as things start to go awry, I'm the closest to the door. Closest to the door, first one to feign death. I get you. Pretty much. Uh, last thing is, uh, in real life, I do find entertainment in people watching. Mm. Like, I could go to the mall and sit in the food court and just, like, be entertained. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff right That's there. Stuff. Oh, man. I'm, all, I'm with you there. Yeah. And in the game, like, I watch trade chat sometimes. 
that gets a little bit overwhelming, but like I will literally join guilds that seem kind of random or ridiculous just so I have something to read when I'm in game. I just sit there and read guild <laughs> chat. I don't talk. I don't. I actually got invited to a guild called Mature Content on my Rogue. And I'm like, it was a random invite. I'm like, okay. Just to see what they talk about. Do they talk about mature content? They finally did after like two weeks. They started <laughs> having like this random conversation. I was like, okay, we finally lived up to the name. Um, it, it was also like kind of my interest in, you know, going over Moonguard. Like I don't. Uh, true. You know, I know everyone makes fun of me for that, but I, I don't, I just go there to observe. Sure. It's interesting to me. <laughs> you go there for the articles. I'm oh, with you. See, no. All right. You're making fun of me again. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's what it is. I got you. I'm with you. I got it's your back. A, it's entertaining. I like oh, no. watching people. I like watching conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, just like real life. So. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's an interesting question. Um, I am curious if anybody else out there has noticed that their gaming patterns kind of reflect their personality or their real life habits so if you've noticed that about yourself then send us an email to podcast at hearthcast.com all right very important news uh we are welcoming on board for this year and hopefully many years to come none other than loot crate uh they are now on board with the show here and many of you guys know we've talked about loot crate before they're awesome. They send these little boxes of geeky goodness. So it shows up once a month and it's full of just themed stuff. And we take them and we, you know, they're like little tchotchke figures or the the pop vinyl figures we put up on the walls. And they're just neat, geeky stuff that they send over. But here's the deal. These things normally run about $13.37 plus shipping and handling. They, they did that late, it's late uh, speaking, yeah, right? yeah. But there's well over thirty dollars worth of value in these things. Sometimes, you know, every couple, every other month or so, these there's T-shirts in them. There's they're really cool. I really like them. So we got them on board. So here's the deal: if you want to get hooked up with your own Loot Crate account, you can go to lootcrate.com/hearthcast, and you're going to get like three bucks off for all new subscribers. But if that's not how you roll, we've kind of upped the ante a little bit for Hearthcast AOE. You're still going to get a Curse Premium account. Good for 12 months just for playing. If you win Hearthcast AoE, we're going to reward you a six-month Loot Crate subscription absolutely free. That is the biggest package that they have. You win AoE, you get one. And I got to tell you, they are a ton of fun. Even, you know, being honest, when there's stuff in a box that I don't really get and I don't, you know, okay, it escapes me. Like they did a whole thing about zombies. And there's a lot of stuff from Walking Dead and all this. I don't get it. I don't watch it. It, it. it didn't speak to me. But I'm sure it spoke to a lot of people because I gave that stuff away like hotcakes at my office. I mean, there were people lining up. I want that. I want that. I'm like, okay. I kept one thing. He's a little dude up there with a the shotgun. And I don't even know his name. He's that right, just looks cool. So yeah, yeah I'm keeping he, that one. He's right by the Ninja Turtle. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and... You know, I, I apologize that I don't know his name, but apparently he's some main character in, in that show, but I don't watch it. Now I'm going to get a lot of email emails saying, you need to watch that <laughs> Walking Dead thing. Uh, but yeah, Loot Crate is awesome. You can go check him out. Go to lootcrate.com slash hearthcast. I'd appreciate that click over there. This month's theme is Rewind. Join us to rewind to the exclusive items from Star Wars, Voltron, a retro gaming mashup figure, and a licensed shirt. 
I love their shirts, and I cannot wait. I wear their shirts a lot. They're awesome ass-up shirts. So go check them out. You'll really enjoy it. Coming up next in general chat. Give me the world on a platter. It's Statue Gate. This week, community manager Bashiag announced that Blizzard had been secretly working on a gift as part of their anniversary celebration to veteran players. Any player who had been continuously subscribed since 60 days of the launch in 2004 would have an email confirming that their package was on the way. The eligibility was indicated by email, so if that forum post was news to you, then you were not receiving it. The gift turned out to be a statue of an orc riding a wolf, which is very similar to the statue that Blizzard has at their headquarters. Now, this has been the biggest gesture that Blizzard has made so far in appreciation of their players, and we have to wonder if this was a successful move. Well, let's start out with some of the criticism that Blizzard received from this. Players who identify themselves as loyal WoW players, but weren't eligible, felt left out. I only let my account lapse for a little bit. I let my accounts lapse for a while, but I have a really, really sad story as to why. I never let my accounts lapse, but I started in BC. I have spent as much money with Blizzard on transfers, mounts, pets, as any of the eligible players, and that should really count for something. There is a ton of this on the forums. On the Facebook page, on Twitter, on everything. Yeah, I read some pretty sad stories about yeah. people who like literally died and were brought back to life after a car accident or had some serious financial problems or just a hiccup in their life. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, death in the family, you know, couldn't function for a couple months, took some time off. You know, lots of legitimate reasons why you would cancel your WoW subscription. And these players felt kind of like, oh man, you know, I would have gotten this if it wasn't for this one crappy thing that happened in my life. Yeah, if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. <laughs> exactly. Another criticism that Blizzard received was that players felt if they had known this was in the works, it would have given them motivation to stay subscribed. As in, maybe people who let their account lapse for a month here or there, the amount of money that they saved in doing so was less than the value of this gift. And they felt as a little bit unfair to, if you will, hide the criteria before giving out a reward. It's like all of a sudden, oh, here's this reward for doing something that you had no idea was going to happen. So you had no idea you were working toward it. I like that in the game, though, when I get an achievement, it pops up. You're like, whoa, cool. I got an right. achievement for doing that. Awesome. You didn't realize it? No. And another thing that people asked were, why give such a small group of people something so cool and everyone else nothing? Why not make some sort of tier of rewards? Is it, you know, they were asking, is it even fair for me to get nothing? When Bob over here been around for six months longer and now he gets this cool statue. So that's some of the questions that are floating around on the forums uh, in the feedback in the community. But not everything's negative. There are a lot of positive things about this gift. 
This came after the anniversary celebration was over. I mean, it's over on the calendar, right? It's done with. It's done with. You know, the Molten Core is closed down. The South Shore versus Hillbride is closed down. You know, us as players, we had thought that was it. Yeah, we done moved on. So there was no build-up to this. If they had alluded to the fact that they were going to be giving players a prize and then came out with the fact that, oh, it's only going to be players with a continuous subscription, then it would have been disappointing. As it was, it came as a complete surprise and it made the recipients very happy with something that was so unexpected. The fact that they decided to give a physical item rather than something that was attached to their account means that it can be traded or gifted or sold and it's not going to go to waste if the recipient has no use for it. And if a player who did not receive it really wants it, they can go buy it. I mean, mind you, the prices are kind of jacked up on eBay right now, but it's, it's obtainable. It's there if somebody really wants it. And if the person who got it has no use for it, then they're not going to say hey, it's just going to be sitting around not being used. The item itself is a high quality item. The players who received the email and they got the tracking info, they knew it was a seven pound package. They did not get an email saying like, hey, you're getting a prize and then open it up and it's, you know, junk or something like I got a major award and it's, you know, an ugly leg lamp. Hey, now (laughs) that leg lamp was great. (laughs) So from a PR perspective, now they have this item out there as a tangible reminder of how much Blizzard values their players. This item, you know, that that's, that's for auction. That's not commercially available. This is what Blizzard comes up with when they want to send their players a thank you. That's the message that they were sending with sending that nice of a gift. So we've talked about the criticism they received. We talked about the praise. I think the truth of the matter is somewhere in the middle. And that I think there are some things maybe that Blizzard could learn from about how this uh, thing went over with the players. And I think there is some players who complained about something that maybe they shouldn't have been complaining about they made this criteria to be an unbroken subscription and they have a right to make any criteria they want as long as they're not discriminating for example if they were to come out and to say hey we're trying to get you know more females in the game to make our game more diverse or to to you know prove that you know wow players aren't this stereotypical the guy from south park exactly so we're going to give uh, female accounts a discount. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be wonderful. <laughs> How many guys would you we get to you have to prove it? That'd be weird. Anyhow, continue. Oh, well, let's, let's assuming you can prove it. Let's assuming right. you have to scan your um your photo ID or something like that. You know that would be wrong. It'd be wrong. That'd be discriminatory. This is not that. You know, back in elementary school, we all learned that to get a perfect attendance award. You had to be at school every day. The kid who is there every day, except for that one time he was really sick, he he didn't get it. No, he didn't. I remember not getting one, and like I was going for it too. Yeah? 
Yeah, and I made it like I was like sick. I was like, no, I had to go to school. But my mom's like, no, 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 you need to stay home. I'm like, mom, I gotta get the perfect attendance award. She's like, you need to get your butt back in bed. <laughs> and I was like, call the school, call my teachers, let yeah. them know that I really, really try. It didn't matter. Yeah. Get that one absence. That's all one it was. Absence. One oh. absence. No excuses. No, no bending the rules. No. Nope. No. I think it was just a T-shirt, anyhow, or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Nothing. Nothing's that big a deal. But the point is that it it means something because it's exclusive. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. As soon as they start going, it's like, well, you know, root, little root. Like, yeah, we know that you would have made it in there if you could have. So we'll we'll let you have it. And then it opens the floodgates. Yeah. Now they're making a judgment call on everything. Players have to remember that if they didn't receive it, they aren't losing out on anything. I mean, is your life any worse because you didn't get it? Nope. Kind of reminds me a lot of uh, you see a commercial or hear a commercial or see an advertisement or hear an advertisement about lower cell phone rates with the same company and plan that you have, but it's cheaper. And you call them like, hey, how come it's cheaper? Well, that's just for new subscribers. But I've been a subscriber of yours for, yeah. you know, 15, 20 years. Like, yeah, this is for new new members only. Yeah. Well, I'll cancel and then I'll come back. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's the same thing. I'm not losing out. I just can't take advantage of it. But yeah, I still have a great company. Still got a good cell True. phone. Yeah. So the players need to remember that. But there's also a couple of things I think Blizzard could learn from this. Um, in the future, I think they need to do a better job of providing an obtainable incentive. I know that their intention with this was that it was special because it's their 10th anniversary. I don't know that they necessarily thought that they would be around in 10 years. Yeah, back in the day when this thing first launched, there's no way Metzen was sitting around going, you know what, in 10 years, we're going to give everybody a little statue. They no weren't. Way. They no. weren't. They weren't. It was just something that they decided to do to thank, you know, the people. It's like, oh, we've been around this long. Let's reach out to the people who have been around with us from the beginning. And the problem is, and we already mentioned it before, if you don't set a solid criteria, if there is any wiggle room in that criteria, it's just going to get pushed further and further out. If Blizzard had said, all right, um, if you've been a loyal subscriber of ours uh, for, you know, since launch. Maybe your account lapsed here and there. Yeah. But you've been a relatively solid player. You're good to go. And then everybody's going to go, well, let's talk about what it means to be a relatively well, solid sure. player. Yeah. Let's, oh, well, you only missed one month. Okay, well, I missed a month in, 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 in two weeks. I missed a month, you know, so. Yeah, it's it's tough with the floodgates because then you know you go through down through the list that we had earlier, um, you know only let my account lapse for a little bit. I mean, what's what's the time limit? Yep, a month, two months, zero. So you just start at zero and go. That's it. You, you know? have to be. Well, then think of the okay. Think of the flip side. Let's say you have had perfect account activations, you know, attendance, whatever you want to call it. Right. Your account has never ever lapsed, ever. Right. For the 10 plus years this has been going on. And let's say mine will lapse for a month or a week or three days. Doesn't matter. Mine lapsed. You and I get the same gift. 
Now you're going to be mad because I got a gift that you got, but yet I have time that my account lapsed. I did not achieve the same thing you achieved. No, you didn't. You ever got into an incident and everybody gets an achievement? The one guy didn't because he forgot to kiss the girl or whatever. You know that? You're going to want to, you know, the, the girl's in the middle of the thing. And if you kiss her doing one thing, everybody gets an achievement. Well, that one person doesn't get it. Everybody gets an achievement except that one person. And they're going, well, how come I didn't get the achievement? Well, you didn't kiss the mob. Oh. Yeah, most achievements are now everyone gets it or nobody. Well, then it's one person failing everybody. Yeah. You got to start the whole thing pretty over much, again. Pretty much. So going back to providing incentives or something that is obtainable, I mean, my, my, my first reaction when I read this announcement was, you know what, I don't think I've ever let my account lapse since I started playing. I remember canceling it once, and I either didn't go through the process all the way, or I, uh, I let it go for like less than a day, and then I'm like, I have to get back in there. Well, I mean, look at me. I had a, the the situation where, uh, with all this Target stuff and that the credit card breaches yeah. and everything else, where my financial institution said we're issuing you new credit cards. Right. So I'm not sure actually how they're counting that. Like, if you're changing payment method. Right. And so yeah, I couldn't log in. I tried right. to log in. It's like no, no, no. Your account's been suspended. Why is my account suspended? I look. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to get the new credit card. On I don't there. think they're counting that. I think it's you know when you had. You know, a chunk of time where you didn't have an active subscription. Don't know. I think that's not quite the same. So my issue is that when I first heard this, it's like, okay, you haven't let your account lapse. I can control that. Okay, that that has been my decision since I started eight years ago to not unsubscribe. However, there is nothing I can do to change the date that I started playing. Wow, I started playing in two thousand six. There's nothing I can do to change that fact. So when you reward people for when they started playing, you know, I know it's irrational, but to me, that just feels kind of upsetting that, you know, I feel like it goes back to like, I feel like I'm a loyal WoW player because I have not let my account lapse. But at the same time, it's not obtainable for me. That's not an obtainable goal for anybody, really. You either have done it or you have not. So there are um, employee options in some places uh-huh. where you work. And some of those places have a thing where, you know, after an employee has been with the company a certain amount of years, they receive, you know, like stock options or money back or just a lot of different things. And where I've worked before, there have been these type of options. And they make a huge deal about it. This one day everybody gets, you know, it's, it's the free money check because the business did so well. You know, it's return on your investment and everything else. And I'm like, oh, sweet, where's mine? Oh, well, you you didn't buy in. Oh, cool. Uh, how do I buy in? Well, you, you can't buy in. That that window closed before you started. Oh. Okay, so you're giving out rewards that I cannot get into, and you're making a huge deal about it at the company. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see that frustration from the community. I really can. It's When you look at it this way, when you say, hey, these people, I didn't, like you said, I didn't control when my start. I started when I started. And because I didn't follow you through beta and start when I was like 60 days or whatever it was. I didn't know about World of Warcraft and came out. Exactly. So I find out about it. I make the decision. It was a very fast decision. As soon as I saw it, I loved it, got in it, boom, I'm in. But you didn't get in soon enough. No, no, I didn't. I will say this. In the how we alluded to the achievement system, 
there aren't many hidden achievements in the game. If you want to know exactly what to do to earn that achievement, you press Y, you scroll through, you find it, and it'll let you know what to do. The other point I want to make is that this is absolutely nothing new for Blizzard. How many feats of strength are there? How many items have been removed from the game that you can no longer get unless you were there at the time and you got that item? There are mounts they retired. There are weapons they retired. There's team logs you can't get. There's Titles, yeah. Yeah. That's true. This is nothing new. They make things that are exclusive for the people who were there to get. So... That's true. I just really hope if if this is a step in the direction of giving players recognition and appreciation for their time subscribed, I just hope that in the future it is something that people can use as an incentive to stay subscribed rather than something after the fact, either did it or you didn't. And you know what I think is the kind of the crux of the matter is I think Blizzard should remember that it's more important to provide something personal than something expensive. Mm. We do get something every year on Blizzard's anniversary. We got a pet a few years um, before the Corgi. Uh, a couple years before that, we didn't get a pet. And people kind of went like, oh, I didn't get a pet. You know, kind of upset. We got, you know, something. Got a boost experience. Um, some little gift. While we do like that as players... There's something a bit more special about getting our recognition. The Blizzard anniversary gifts is Blizzard celebrating Blizzard. And for that reason, I don't think players have a real emotional attachment to the stuff they get. I don't think necessarily view the gift as something like, wow, Blizzard really wanted to thank me for playing. It, it's just it's a mass thing. Now, think about an alternative to this. You get a postcard in the mail from Blizzard. It's addressed to your tune or to your battle tag name or your first name or whatever, whichever name you want to use. It's personalized. It's personalized and it just says, hey, it's your anniversary. It gets sent out when you have subscribed for a year. That would be kind of cool. Right? Of course, I want a sweetening deal and I want them to send me like a a in-game reward scratch off or something. (laughs) I could go take back to somebody in the game. Okay, they could add that. Yeah, they could make you know a little item that you could get or something like that. But even if it didn't, even if it didn't come with anything tangible, it was just a postcard. It would still be nice. It would still yeah. make you feel special, right? Well, you remember the Christmas card we got? We kept that on the wall forever. We did. We got a we got an email Christmas card from the community managers at Blizzard, and it was yeah. signed and everything, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. But then again, it also like wasn't addressed to us. It was kind of a mass email. It was still cool. So we're like, yeah, this is cool. We printed it out. Like it, it was, it was a nice thought. It was a nice gesture. So when you look at gifts and stuff, like I don't, I don't think the Blizzard can necessarily afford to sit there and go through tiers. Like, oh, the people who have been continuously subscribed for ten years get this nice a gift, and for nine years, then it's you know slightly lesser gift, and so on. But. Even just having any sort of personal recognition, even if it's automatically sent out, something with your name on it, something that say, hi, thanks for playing, postcard in the mail. I think that would generate as much goodwill toward Blizzard and as much kind of warm fuzzies as any other campaign that they could do. You know, you say that and it caused me to think about the fact that I got a 
a thank you card one time from my mechanic. And you remember that, don't you? Of course I do. Right. And I was just like, wow, I got a, that's cool. And it was hand, no, I don't expect them to handwrite because there's way too, you know. Yeah. But my mechanic hand wrote me a thank you note. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. You know, and it kind of smelled greasy and like the shop. And I was like, that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know? But it was. It was cool. Right, wasn't, right. And, 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 you know, and it, of course, it made me think fondly of him and right. take my car back to him. So Right. And they didn't have to send you a gift. They didn't have no. to send you, you know, a present or anything like that. No, it wasn't even like a coupon for free oil change or nothing. Right. It was just, just like, hey, thank, thank you, you for being a customer of mine. You've really made a difference in my life. And I was like, that is really cool. Yeah. So, so you know what I'm saying. I get you. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Very hot topic issue. A lot of people falling on both sides of the fence and a lot of people being like, you know, Sweden and being neutral. Yeah. Like, nope, not get involved. (laughs) So no matter how you fall or how you feel about this, we're interested in hearing your opinion. If you were one of the veteran players who received the statue, we want to see pictures. It's time for the Add-On Spotlight. This week, we're going to look at something called bulk order. Garrisons, we love them. Work orders, not so much. It's a lot of clicking. And up it's until, so slow. For it sure. is. For sure. Up until a couple sure. of weeks ago, it was that anyhow. And a lot of times, I would like click on it, try to make it go fast, <laughs> and it didn't work. Like, I'm clicking fast. I'm just freezing my computer. That's right. It wasn't working. Yeah. So, bulk order automatically fills available work orders with one single click. If you configure it, though, you can make it so that it fills it with no clicks at all. You just walk up to the person and talk to them, chugga, 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 done. Exactly. It looks like it does it two at a time, too, to me. The count's yeah. fast. Right, right. You can get a reminder pop up when you log in to what buildings have work orders are available. I don't like that. I didn't either. I don't like pop ups. You didn't? Did you change your mind? Or you didn't as in you didn't you turned it off? I didn't and I turned it off and then uh-huh. I discovered that Tuck UI has it built in. Oh. So there's a little trip for you too. If you go into your garrison section in Tuck UI, you can auto submit work orders. Oh, that's cool. Bonus. Yeah. yeah so that's there. <laughs> And um, by the way, you can change uh, settings for your personal characters, one character, or all your characters with uh, bulk order. With Gar- with uh, Tuck UI, it's individual per character. You right, know, yeah. You can't do it on yeah, each one. Yeah, bulk order, you just open the options. It's, it's a compact but efficient settings menu, and you just check the boxes that you want, and then at the very bottom, it's like check here to apply to all your characters. So once you get it set up the way you want it to, you don't have to mess that again. I know I have really enjoyed it since I found it or then, you know, in Tuck UI. The same thing. Literally does the same thing. I really enjoyed it because now you just go up and talk to someone and you, you, any work order you had was submitted. I don't know further on down the road if that's something I want to keep or not because it might be to a point where I may not want to do all available work orders. I don't know if that Well, we'll see. That's when you change your settings just to press a button. Right. Let or me make you the don't, decision. you're saying you'd only do like one or two? Yeah, I don't know. Not? I don't know if that if that ever comes into play with garrison management and work order management. I don't know if you just go, well, I only need like two of those today. I don't know if that ever comes into play. I can't see it, but who knows? Well, I've gotten like epexy crystals back from some of my work orders, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those things like for the most part, you want to do as much as possible. That's what I'm thinking. But who knows what will happen in the future? Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, the goblins are going to unionize. Maybe so. Get labor laws yeah. and stuff coming in. <laughs> you never, ever know. That's So that's cool. 
bulk order. Go check it out at curse.com. Get yourself a Curse Premium account. Hey, Blizz, here's an idea for you. Stemming right off of Statue Gate, Freck, here is a fantastic idea, and I think it's already happening, so Blizzard might as well do it. Saw a post over on Reddit that people were saying, hey, do me a favor, take a bunch of pictures of this model from these different angles. They're going to import those pictures into a 3D program. They're going to make a 3D file of the statue and then take that over to a 3D printer and print out their own statue. Whoa. So I'm thinking if that's going to happen already, why not just have Blizzard do it? Now, I know they do the figure print things, and that is a 3D printed figure of your character, but they're kind of expensive, and I don't know how many people actually will go out and do that. Here's what I'm th- saying. Make the 3D files available in the 3D printer format. So there are three or four different common formats that people use. I'm not meaning just the statue. The statue that's out there, that's cool. Maybe not do that. Maybe for the rest of everybody else that that are, are QQing about this, give them a 3D file. Not the same statue, different statue. They can then take that to... You're, a lot of public libraries have 3D printers now. Go submit the artwork to your 3D printer at your library. Have them print it out for you. Now you have your own little cool statue. I think it's a good thing in another whole other level here, too. I'm not artistic. If I want to paint something, it better be one color. I'm good at painting or abstract. walls. I'm really good at abstract <laughs> painting. And paisley. <laughs> <laughs> but there are people who are very, very good at painting. I could take these people, my 3D printed character or statue or whatever I have, and go, here's a picture, here's my statue, make it happen. And I would pay them money. So that is actually, you know, boosting the economy because I'd pay for it. I would pay for a 3D print file of my character. I don't necessarily want to do a 3D printed, you know, these these figure prints because there's more stuff on it that I don't really like. You know, it's just, you know, I just want my character. I don't want them on a pedestal. I don't want them on a stand. I don't I just want my character. You know, just like a little figurine. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little simpler. So let me... You know, print out my print out my 3D artwork in my cool team log that I have. Sit it to a 3D printer, let it print it. I'll take it to an artist; they can paint it. I'll pay the artist. So now I've paid Blizzard, I paid a local artist, and I have my little figurine I can put on my shelf. And then, who knows? Next month, when I get a cool new team log outfit, I may do the same thing, or I want all my alts. I can have all my alts lined up. And if I really, really wanted to go to the figure prints and have them do it, then I could still do that. I still have that option. This is just a little bit lesser of an option. Still a place to make money. And if they want to do a cool figurine or a statue to make everybody happy that didn't get the statue for the 10-year anniversary, they could do that too. It's already going to happen. The community is going to do it. The community is going to take pictures of this artwork, put it into a 3D modeler, I say with by the time, I don't know, one week, I give it a week tops, and you're going to be able to download the 3D printed model for this thing. No reason why you can't in today's day and age. So I'm just saying Blizzard ought to get on the bandwagon. Get on in front of it this time. Don't wait and catch up and go, you know what? Maybe putting Twitter in our, and you know letting people tweet <laughs> would be a good idea.
This week we are attending a Hearthstone Fireside Meetup. Oh, it's going to be so good. Ah, 72 people RSVP'd right now. I know. That is crazy. Garrett from the Angry Chicken Podcast is going to be there. He's one of the co-hosts. And we will be doing all the sound engineering for the event. He's actually going to podcast and stream live from there. So we're going to set up all the equipment down there, let him stream live. And there's going to do a QA and a session. Well, not, maybe not just him, maybe some other players as well will be there in uh, well part of the Q&A session. We know our friend Sniper has been selected to be one of the uh, st- uh, strategy guides. Or not guides, but whatever. Guys who help with strategy. He's like a strategy guy. Right, answering some <laughs> questions. I think they're going to be um, screening some of his games up there on the, the big screen so people can see how the experts roll. Yeah. So. You got to figure out how to do that. <laughs> well, I got a couple days. I can make it happen. Yep. I'm not stressed out at all about it. <laughs> it is going to be a fun day. Uh, like you said, 72 people already. When they started this thing, they didn't think it was going to be so big. Right. It's going to be a tournament. It's going to be a tournament. And then like. At first, it was like 30 people, and they went, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think we can do a, thir- a tournament with 30 people. Yeah. Then and all of a sudden, it was like 50, 60, 72 as of today. And, you know, this is this week, and we still got days left on it. It's going to be over 100 people there. That just kind of, like, speaks volumes about how popular Hearthstone has gotten. I mean, it's so new. I tend to think, like, it's not that mainstream. But then, you know, we have our meetup groups, like, you know, we're really happy when we have about 20 people show up. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. At the same time, it's like, this is this group's first meetup. Here, yes. Here, yes. Yeah, there have been some other ones around Florida, but this one is the first one here in Orlando. And there have been some other fireside tournaments here in Orlando as well. That There have, have been some other businesses who attempted to host one and did not do a great job. Yes, I was going to say, they, they were haven't not equipped done so for good. It. Yeah. Anybody, well, it's basically some people going like, yeah, you can have your thing here because we have Wi-Fi. And that was all that they did for it was just... Give you the Wi-Fi password. Right. And the pro- more than that. Yeah. The problem was with those particular venues is that they have, it's not it's not commercial grade stuff that they've got. Yeah. They have consumer level Wi-Fis that are designed for about 20 people. And after that 20th person, that thing just goes bananas and doesn't yeah. work. And their answer, reboot the Wi-Fi. Oh my goodness. That was, I was, I was getting mad at one of the <laughs> events. Like quit doing that. Get yourself, you know, a real wireless access point right the place we're going is called canvas it is a tech hub basically it is a co-working location where people go and they work on projects together or by themselves they either can rent you know a space for a desk or part of a table for you know a certain amount of money every month but it is designed for technical people so they have good connectivity they've got Supposedly, I haven't checked it out, but supposedly good hardware, good equipment there. I don't doubt that they that they do. I mean, I'm pretty confident that they do. If they don't, I am bringing some wireless access points with me, some of the commercial grade stuff that I you know put into locations just in case we need to put something up there a little more robust than what they have. Um, I'm going over a little bit early, probably about a day early to check you know check things out and talk with them to make sure that we got enough you know enough bandwidth and enough uh, hardware to cover everything. So if you happen to be in Orlando or this weekend, go check out Canvas. It's on a Church Street station in the old exchange building. So it is a pretty cool location. Yeah. Like walking around there. Yep. It is going to be neat. Plus, you're on Church Street, which is, you know, a pretty cool party environment. So before or after the event, you can go out on Church Street and get y'all party on. Also got a very special shout out this uh, this week to Miss Snyder. It's my daughter's math teacher. Aw. 
Yep. So, Frank, you know how when we go to a meetup and we're at the meetup, you can watch people and you see a person come in and you go, they're a WoW player and they're looking for the meetup. Right. There's just, and there's nothing stereotypical about it. You just, there's, there's, there's a look. There's a look. There's a mannerism. Yeah. There's, but I have like this WoW radar and I go, yeah, this yeah. person plays WoW. You know, when I was at orientation with my daughter, my WoW radar went off at the math teacher's classroom. Her mannerisms, how she spoke, you know, just like, eh, she's a WoW player. We leave the classroom and I tell my daughter, your teacher plays WoW. She's like, how do you know? I was like, just got a thing. She plays WoW. Talk to her about it. She comes home a couple of days later. She's like, you were right. She does play <laughs> WoW. So, yeah. That's impressive. You have a WoW dar. I do. My WoW dar works pretty darn well. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wanted the kind of a small radius, but not not to that extent. I don't think I could pick out somebody the way the way that you do. The hardest one is when we had that event at um, it was our our meetup, and they had some kind of IT event in the room next door. Oh right! <laughs> and like people come in, and I'm like, that's geeky what looking person looking lost. They belong to us or not? <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure I was right. Like one guy was right on. He wasn't there for us. Yeah. But he was like, you know what? If if my little event over here turns out to be a bust, I'm coming back over here to talk wow with you guys. <laughs> Their event wasn't because they gave away free stuff. We oh. weren't doing that. <laughs> well, big shout out to Miss Snyder. By the way, my daughter's got a B in math, almost an A. So, so maybe it was a bump rep. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe. <laughs> nudge, nudge. <laughs> Mom, Miss Snyder, you can make it happen. <laughs> want to give a very special thank you to our followers on Twitter, our fans on Facebook, and as we close the show, want to thank all of you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface.